1: Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and to the celebrity host we have on with us, Rita Gray. Rita, how
0: are you on with us? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am
1: here. Rita, you're always ready to rock and roll.
0: I don't know how you do it.
1: Of course, you know what it is. Always. It's that five-mile <laughs> jog you do every morning. It gets you in shape for the show, right?
0: Yeah, keep believing that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, well, you know the way in which you think, Chris. At least we could, you know, think healthy. So
0: I'm anyway, I'm young uh, at heart.
1: <laughs> I hope you're stay, uh, staying cool there in L. A. Uh, we've had a little bit of a heat wave around, but uh, it comes and goes, right?
0: It comes and goes. And with yeah, I live going in the on, part of L. A. Where that's uh older building complex and we don't have air conditioning so i can't think about heat i can only think oh it's a beautiful cool california day
1: yeah well you know it's
0: uh
1: (laughs) it's something you have to put up with but look at our location i mean if you get a little bit warm just shoot down to the beach uh, or go up into the mountains we're kind of in the middle of all that you know Uh, we got we got so much going on the we have half a million coming into the Easyway Way wall of fame now every month, and uh the the wall is just uh taking on epic proportions here and the uh the book the magazine easy way magazines going to be coming out and uh, with my articles and the uh the awards coming up again next year and the year just goes by so fast i i shouldn't mention that there's still a few Christmas things I have to put away i better hurry before it 's Christmas again.
0: But, Don't bother. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: June. that's about it
1: right now. So we have some really special, talented uh, guests coming up, and uh, they they know the business. So we're going to hold off, and it's going to be a surprise. And let's get into our uh, topics.
0: hot topics. Ripped from the headlines today's hot topics. There is so much going on in the month of June. I can't even begin to tell you. I've decided I'm going to stay away from the political stuff, although there's hardly anything that you can talk about that isn't political nowadays. I asked people to vote up until the day of election, and hopefully you did vote. Hopefully the people that you wanted to win one And the fight is not over There's another election here in California in November And there'll be other elections around the country all the rest of the year So get informed, pay attention There is so much in the news Jim goes through story after story after story each week There's all kinds of things happening But if you're not informed, you will not be able to really Vote appropriately. Not, I don't want to tell you how to vote. I don't want to tell you who to elect, but I do want you to get involved. Uh, As you can hear my Siri is getting involved here. Uh, but it, it is so important that you stay informed. Don't watch just one station's news. They, back in the day, people could only own one station because they didn't want people to control one person or one entity or one station to control the thought process of people. Now you look on the lineup and they are, you know, owning 10 different stations, 10 different uh, things that are supposed to be broadcasting different things, but they're broadcasting all the same thoughts. So don't watch just one thought. Listen to everything. Listen to all sides of the story. That's my lecture. That's my soapbox. I'm off of it now, Jim. What's a hot topic? Well, America's
1: anxious to get into summer with millions preparing to, uh, to travel or just stay local and light up the barbecue, head to the beach, which is a popular place to go. Times have been above normal in several states and basically around the world when you do research on this. And it uh, seems like uh, you've got the jet skis, the watercrafts, and, you know, sales are booming on that. So you know, like I mentioned before, watch the travel situation because there are cancellations. Ukraine's people uh, they're, they're continuing the fight against the Russian invasion, continued by Zelensky. And a, a crowded shopping center mall with a thousand shoppers was hit by a Russian missile strike uh, today. And the uh, Biden signs the biggest bipartisan gun control uh, legislation in decades. And it's very hard to get the two together. The new laws are specifically written to keep guns away from people, and they say on Saturdays. And the uh, Roe v. Wade, the historic Supreme Court ruling that allowed abortion was actually Jane Roe versus Norma McCovey, January 22, 1973, striking down the Texas abortion ban as unconstitutional. Now it's overturned again here. Uh, together, uh, well, let's see. Russia defaults. And, you know, some of this stuff just came in. Russia defaults on foreign debt for the first time since 1918. A factor is the ever tougher Western sanctions that shut down payment routes to overseas creditors. Whether you're a hockey fan or not, uh, big news in hockey in the world, uh, a lot of people don't follow it. But, you know, when you follow these, some of these, the, the end games, they are pretty exciting. Colorado Avalanche wins first Stanley Cup since 2001 with a Game 6 comeback. See, that's what makes it exciting. It doesn't look like they have it in the bag, and all of a sudden at the end, boom, turns around. Another deadly quake in Afghanistan, the remote areas out there, and you wouldn't think these kind of stone, wood, mud huts, whatever, could be damaged, but they were all flattened, and they don't have much help coming out there. Heat waves around the world, Americans facing severe heat, uh and it's been uh coast east to west, and you get Dubai buy caused by the high temperatures and the list goes on and on uh there's uh the temperatures are talking about ten to fifteen to twenty degrees over normal. the wave of republicans is growing in the uh in the uh midterm you know following up to the midterms more companies are starting to Resend job offers. The labor market is hot, but yet businesses are pulling back on job offers. The impact may be traced back to these companies' pandemic expansions. And uh, it's a – well, you know, I've been following this. Why does it keep switching back and forth? But it's a public market valuations in decline. Uh, It's basically to get to capital as public workers' uh, valuations – De- decline there uh, i 'm trying to keep you up. I'm going to have special stock reports coming up and let you know what 's going to be happening when they talk about the bubble or the super bubble popping uh, the The head of Chase Bank was saying that there's a hurricane coming. We just don 't know how big it is. but uh, I would say don't panic yet let 's see how it rides out. The median household income in america sixty seven five uh, What do the countries have in common these countries, Turkey? Greece, hungry, I should ask this for Risa. Uh Turkey, hungry, Greece. well, what about Thanksgiving? Have you ever tried to bench press, you know, working out weights, which is really important, maybe 100 pounds? No, you don't want to do that. Bench press maybe 25, 50, 100 pounds. Don't overdo it. Well, how about 1,320 pounds bench press? That's what uh, Jim Cole pressed for a world record. Uh, I would not suggest trying the heavyweights. weights. Well, you don't need to break records, but keeping your muscles in shape is very important because they seem to decline and shrink away uh, when you get older. And when you see the big muscle bodybuilder guys when they get older, they look like regular people. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> later on ask Reese about that and say how does she stay in shape because you got quite a routine, Reese. Right?
0: <laughs> no, I don't, Jim. Reese
1: <laughs> doesn't have quite a routine.
3: We, we talk, though. Not at all. It's all talk,
1: though. It's all talk. But with that, Lisa, let's move on and uh, see what's going on. We've got uh We'll move on commercial. to a commercial, what do
0: you <laughs> think? and then we'll be back with our guest.
3: Ah, we'll be back. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about the new Easy Way Best of the Best book. We have... Handpicked, selected some of the best, the best from the Easy Way Wall of Fame. This book is published by New Life Clarity Publishing and will be in Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, and more. It features Silk Cozart from White Man Can't Jump, Omar Perryu, twenty-five time best-selling author, Bill Walsh, rated number 10, top ten on Guru Magazine, and so many other amazing people. It's also going to have a specialized expert tour, digital and physical, promoting the book. Interested? Text 424-396-5774 to get more information on how to get your own chapter in the easy way, best of the best book.
4: Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new Easyway store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EasyWay, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678 or visit Easyway Network. Dot com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
1: So, moving right along on Radio Women's Live, it's time for our guests. And we have some really, you know, Greta and I will say special guests. These, these are unique uh, guests. They're very talented in what they do. And we have uh, Spencer Currigan, executive producer, actor, writer. And I can, like I said, for these individuals, I can go on because they have so much under their belt. We have uh, Pete Allman co-creator, actor, producer. And I'm talking about Donald in American Comedy. And we have Alex Azen, executive producer, creative writer. And for each one of the titles, I give them executive producer, creative writer, I can go on with variables there, uh, paragraphs, on, on what these gentlemen have accomplished. But we let's bring them on before. I'll well, we'll bring
2: on and brief and I'll say, sorry, guys. I
5: need up. a big <laughs> favor, Don Giovanni. My
2: God,
1: Donald, what
5: have you done? Hey. Wait, 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 wait. What would you like to recommend for Chinese food?
3: You're Latinas from East
5: What's so funny? Are those boxer shorts? <laughs> Tell them the nine-year-olds in China to it to find work. Did you piss off the Chinese? I told you, don't piss off the Chinese.
4: I've had it with this job. You really
5: pay for that coat?
2: Looks like you shot your couch.
1: Yes, indeed. So, Spencer, Alex, Pete, do, you, do we have you? Do we have you on yep. the show with us Okay. How's it okay, going, Jim? That's, how you doing, Spencer? Good. And me me and Peter
6: here. Probably. I
1: think Alex is probably on. Jim,
6: Pete? how Pete? are okay.
7: you? Jim, you are. Oh, how, are you? I, how are you? you head in. How you I doing, never had, an, opp- you doing? I never had an opportunity. I just wanted to say <laughs> happy Father's Day to you. A little late, but
1: I always wanted to say uh, that. I appreciate it. They, go, they come around so fast. And guys, oh, we man. have Risa no. Gray. Risa, we got Alex, Spencer, and Pete on with us. Risa Gray from Better. Good, Good, Good morning,
0: gentlemen. Hi Rita. That was that was an intriguing little lead up we had coming in there. I, I assume that's from the Donald or Donald.
6: Yeah, that's just a little, you know, little snippet thirty second trailer we put together kind of in a rush for the podcast. But, you know <clears throat> kind of gets it out there. Let's
5: make oh, America absolutely. laugh again, Lisa and Jim. Yes, yes. Well, let's, so know, let's Lisa, touch on that a little bit. Lisa, as beautiful as you are, it, you're even more beautiful when you smile and you laugh, and that's what we need to do. Let's make America
0: laugh again. I agree. Well, thank we you, have Pete. have
2: to laugh. <laughs> let's <laughs> touch right. on that a
1: little bit. Uh, laughter is the best medicine, and it's not just a <laughs> statement. It stimulates. Um, <clears throat> It stimulates many organs, including the heart, brain, everything, and enhances oxygen, stress relieving, which is much needed in the country today. It basically is one of the top. Well, here, the Mayo Clinic said stress relief from laughter is no joke. And you're talking some serious <laughs> stuff here. And when you want to break the ice and if something funny comes up, it totally, uh, you know, takes away stress in the entire room. It's, it's amazing what it does, and that's what you guys hit on. Donald, and American comedy. What? Uh, Where did this come from, guys? I mean, uh, there's so much stuff you do. How did that pop up? Well, let me,
7: uh, this is Alex here.
1: So okay. um, we, you know,
7: we've been observing. I, I lived in New York for many years before I li- moved to L.A. And uh, I, I have, as many New Yorkers, I've been um, kind of uh, fascinated by uh, amazing and interesting and controversial figure of Donald Trump, as he was a construction uh developer uh mogul did so many amazing things in there and always you know created different positive sometimes negative things, but he was a figure that was so very fascinating for most everyone who lived in New York he couldn't avoid his construction sites and everything and uh when i back in uh, I got to l a and uh, God willing, God put me in touch with Pete Ullman uh, about 17 years ago. And I started looking at him and I said, listen, it's kind of amazing. You look like Donald. I mean, what a, what <laughs> a resemblance. And uh, it was like I was making fun of him and he was looking at me and saying, what are you talking about? I said, look in the mirror and look at him. And then it turned out that there was a time when Pete actually interviewed, actually liked Donald Trump very briefly. So we, we kind of uh, laughed at it all the time. But when Donald became a president, I said, look, you know, there's kind of a situation where people are, there are misconceptions, there are divisions, there's frictions, there's all kinds of different things that are being stirred up. Why don't we make something funny? I feel that we can create a comedy and the world, really. The country needs to laugh, and uh, the world needs to laugh a little bit. And so we started making little skits here and there since like five years ago when when he just became a president. Um, We did a little thing, put them on YouTube, and uh, lo and behold, when he becomes a president and things get deeper and stuff, I thought that, hey, this is the time to maybe do something for real because we do need to laugh more. We do need to lighten up. And like, Jim, like you said, laughter is absolutely the best medicine. And by the way, and it's the cheapest one too. With no side effects. You got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's up mm-hmm. Risa's aisle because Risa did uh, with Betty White, Betty White's after Rogers, and people loved it. And, you know, when you watch that, okay, let me give you an idea. You walk out of a John Candy movie, and you got 100 people walking out. And then you got another movie uh, that a bunch of people had bad issues. You know, I won't go into details, but, you know, the murder and mayhem. Which group of people is going to walk out and be in a better spirit, right? And Well, that's a no-brainer. And Risa's no movie, you'd watch that, and it was hilarious. And, okay, guys, I'll ask you a question. Now, if, if President Trump saw this movie, how how do you think his reaction would be? Do you think he'd say, ah, that was funny? Uh, or would he go, ah, oh, that's that's not good for me? <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, this is a, I don't like that's
7: that. A, that's a $60 million question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
7: we have well, no we have no idea, but we do want let them to Let me throw smile. let me throw
1: this out for you. Let me throw this out. Do you guys remember? And I, I Reef and I do, and I think you guys are maybe young baby boomers. Uh okay, so you remember the roast, right? You know, Dean Martin and that and I've seen Reagan, yeah. Ronald yeah. Reagan on there, President Reagan and right. you know, many people. Uh yeah. And and you know, there was other ones with Rich Little with uh Bush Junior. And uh, they were hilarious, and they re- they really got knocked, and and everybody laughed. They 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 had a good time, and they had egg on their face, but it was comedy, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. absolutely. Right.
1: So, it and, was, yeah, it you know, was an,
2: the
7: idea was not to make a dramatic or heavy or, or kind of sad or depressing or just kind of a dark type of a film, but this to make everybody laugh right along. You know, it doesn't matter whether Republican or Democrat or Libertarian, whether black, white, Asian, Hispanic, we're all Americans here. I want people to laugh. That's it. Okay. So that's our goal. That's our concept. That's our idea. And we hope it will work and help the entire country a little bit. Everyone needs to contribute to making things better here. We
5: don't. We really, do we, you know, we really we
0: do need that. We really need to laugh in this country, laugh at ourselves, laugh at just to, to have that, like you said, that medicine that has no side effects.
5: Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 Whenever I uh, screened our trailer, Uh, People laugh, and the the screener itself is 77 minutes, and people laugh. People laugh, and that you know, that this is a film that's going to help people. But what I want to say is, you know, in interviewing Donald Trump uh, in the past, uh, the last time was seven years ago in Las Vegas, uh, you know, Donald Trump, um, he laughs. He enjoys things, but, you know, he doesn't always show his feelings. He just does great things that people don't know about. And uh, I wanted to show another side of him uh, as an actor to show that, you know, he's a businessman, but, you know, he also has a funny part uh, regarding uh, women and so forth. And so you'll see in the movie when he deals with Nancy Pelosi how funny that scene is. And, you know, the scene that you heard when he goes to a taco stand to order Chinese food. So it's yeah. definitely a hilarious comedy, and that's what the world needs now. Yeah. We need the world to laugh. Yeah. Hey,
6: Jim, when, yeah. real quick, just, you know, when I, when I sat down to write the dialogue for this thing, I knew that you could not be pro-right, and you could not be pro-left, just because it wouldn't yeah. work. So when I sat down to write this thing, I knew you had to be Saturday Night Live style ridiculous comedy that makes fun of everybody. The You know, in the style of, you know, when we were chatting that one day, uh, of George Carlin, in a way.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hippie Dippie was Weatherman.
6: Yeah, exactly. You, I know, because, you, <laughs> you know, you can't be pro-right, you can't be pro-left. I would just sat down to write a ridiculous comedy involving current U.S. politics, in a way.
1: Now, there is another dividing line, guys. There's another line that I don't, and I think Ruth agrees with me, we don't really like crossing. And, and let's go back a little bit. Some of our listeners will remember, some won't, but, you know. Uh, so back with the roast. we had the Dean Martin roast and the roast of today. Big difference. Um, oh, yeah. they, they were funny. They were just, the, the most violence on there was when the, who was it, Reet, Ruth Guzzi hit the people with the purse? You remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it was funny, and that was it. Now it's like, oh my God, it's X-rated. It's supposed to be funny, and you guys kept a line there, you know, and uh, you you got the humor in there, but uh, I I don't think that stuff is funny. We don't need that. And, right. And these, I, I go, right. You know, I go back and watch those roasts, and they're still funny. God, how long ago that? By was. By the way, those
5: people that want to see the trailer can always go to DonaldsWorld.com. Very simple. Uh, Donaldsworld.com. That's simple.
6: Yeah. Yeah, we live in a, live like in a different era, Jim. Comedy is well, the reason why comedy is one of the toughest genres, and it's because, you know, people don't laugh anymore. You know, the world has become so sensitive that, you know, comedies are difficult, and I knew if we were going to do this thing, it had to make fun of everybody and be completely... 110% imagination, Saturday Night Lifestyle, uh, ridiculous comedy. But it's, the point of it is, you know, after you've been watching CNN or Fox News for five hours, you're probably not in a good mood. You can go turn on our movie and laugh about it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: Take a how Take do you see from reality.
0: How do you exactly. see the whole movie? Uh,
6: sometime in the next uh, three to six months, we're – we have uh we're negotiating with multiple distribution companies you know, in America and around the world, so uh we're kind of just starting the the marketing of it, and that's sort of what we're you know doing today, but sometime probably in the next uh we're, we're shooting for probably three months from now to release it um, okay, and that's kind of where we're at
5: but what we want to do uh in marketing the movie, and I'm going to Nebraska to be with uh, Trump followers. I mean, I'm just going there and having a good time with Spencer. And what I want to say is that uh, billboards are an important part of advertising along with social networking. And so those of your listeners out there, uh, if they're interested and uh, they want to be part of what we're doing, uh, the billboard situation is very important, especially in areas that where people um, relate to what we're doing. And that would be Orange County. That would be uh different places, you know? That's yeah. all. Okay. And so those people that uh, want to jump aboard we
6: want billboards all over the world. That's yeah. right. That's right. I want billboards on Sunset Boulevard. I want billboards in Orange County. I want billboards in Nebraska. I want billboards in the most liberal cities. I want billboards in the most conservative cities. I want the the thing is not right or left. The left loves it just as much as the right. So I want everybody so you guys are, to take a break and watch our movie, and then you can go back to CNN and Fox News and be crazy. <laughs> so
1: you guys are actors. Uh, Aretha's been an actor for a long time. And I, I, just a question for our listeners out there, because you know you have some potential actors and so on. How, how, how much do you take the part? Like you have a certain role, like Pete was playing, you yep. uh, know, president, and uh, and and you t- kind of take that home and you try to stick with it. So when you go in to do the acting, you're you're kind of taking hold of it. Do you do that, or are you just like, okay, this is over. No, you, absolutely.
6: Yeah, you know, you oh, really you, that's it's about being authentic. Yeah, you. Uh, my my act my old acting teacher. It's called the difference between the apparent event and the actual event, and um, oh. you know, basically, you're really. You know, we wanted Pete to really portray what, in, you know, my mind and the director's mind, Trump would be like in these situations. And that, uh, you know, okay. in, in any comedy, basically, they say that the the comedy is in the pain or the comedy is in the drama.
0: And uh, they're kind I, of in the it, you know. Yeah. Pete, do
2: you look well,
0: enough like Trump in the day-to-day life that people stop you on the street or say, hey, Donald?
5: Uh, many, many times I've had <laughs> people say, Trump, 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 as they're driving by their car or whatever.
6: <laughs> However, I'm dressed. <laughs> I've, I've walked around with him on Hollywood Boulevard before. And it's it's uh, pretty crazy.
5: What I wanted to <laughs> say, though, uh, you know, doing a comedy was great because the other films that I was in and that I produced, were for Damien Chapa, and one of the great films was uh, Brando Unauthorized, a story about Marlon Brando. That was a a great film, and that was more of a drama, you know, and and things like Killer Priest and uh, Vatos Locos, which were, you know, just drug uh, things that's going on now. And so it was a pleasure to be doing a comedy that would, uh, you know, change people's dispositions and catch them off guard so they'd laugh a little bit and be a little healthier, rather than watching things that would be uh, uh, hateful or negative or in any, any situation like that.
7: Yep. Yeah, um, I can I can add something to it about the origins of of, of this uh, of this film and its whole work. Is that uh, I came up with this idea, and it was about four years ago, that hey, okay, how about bringing. Donald Trump into LA. He comes into Los Angeles and he wants to sample (laughs) ethnic foods. So that was it. So initial title of the restaurant, uh, of the film was actually uh, Trump Dines LA. Then we changed it. It expanded. So what happened is that the three restaurants that I decided I'm going to bring him in would be a Russian restaurant, like in West Hollywood. There are lots of Russian immigrants. We'll bring him into a Persian. Hish kebab restaurant, and we will bring him into Chinese restaurant. Now, none Uh, of these countries are really big friends of the United States, obviously. (laughs) And so Donald uh, comes in with his, with his, uh, ways of coming, coming into the restaurant and making comments about people and food and he rubs people the wrong way and then there are conflicts and secret service gets involved meanwhile he can't get his food and he's complaining and they're complaining about him and
0: so, i'm a president i want to eat anywhere i want
7: and they said no you can't get out of here and then they got into the big fight and putin shows up and he starts trump drives him crazy and so uh, Putin yeah. starts drinking vodka and he gets drunk. Right. So this type of thing, that's how it went. And from there, right. it expanded into other areas because Spencer brilliantly took my little notes in, in this concept and expanded into the full-on script this that is really
3: this is amazing. got into all so kinds we, we of
7: different So we love it that
1: you guys came on, Time's about up, at, and just real quick, uh, you met Eric, and uh, you had a little easy way experience. What do you think of that? I've
7: right. known Eric, yeah, through Pete. I've known Eric briefly for about, Jesus, I'd say 15 years or something like that, 13, 15, and Pete has known, Pete, take over. You've known Eric for like 20 years now. Since 2004. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, almost 20 years now, you know, 18 years. And the experience has you been bet. really positive. I feel his good energy. He's a faithful man, and so are you. I feel... I feel kind of a proper, I feel good. I feel positive in your environment with you guys. I feel this is for real. This isn't a Hollywood that we don't like where people say one thing. Think one thing, uh, say something uh, else, and, and
1: don't do anything at exactly.
7: all. Nothing but promise. Oh, well, we love right? it. We appreciate that. Are the and
1: congratulations to all three of you guys. You, you guys are, t- like I said, you guys had sent in a nice, nice little PDF with your intro, but you needed more. I mean, there's so much that each one of you has put together in your life and and everything you've done but you know that would take an hour trying to get everything out there but we want to thank all three of you for coming on and uh, uh, Donald American Comedy uh, will be waiting for that to come out. Rita, any closing words for him?
0: No, I can't wait to see the movie though. Okay.
1: Yep, get your popcorn and- ready. Well, meanwhile, on
7: you, can, you, can, you, can, you can just jump on a website. And it's, so hard. At least watch two minutes. Watch <laughs> two minutes of the trailer. That will give you a little boost for the day. I guarantee that you'll be laughing and smiling for the rest of the day. Okay? And, what was that button. website again?
0: What was the website? DonaldWorld.com.
1: DonaldWorld.com. Donald DonaldWorld.com. We're on. Thank you, guys. Donald and, uh, Donald great work. DonaldWorld.com. Yep. All right. See you soon, Jim. Okay, cool. okay. Yeah. okay.
3: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye, See
2: you. You
3: are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita
2: Pittman.
8: Well, here we are again, Radio Land. I hope you're feeling grand. I sure am. And I've got a great reason. Hey, how about that applause, everybody? (laughs) Uh, We're starting out the day on a great, great foot, (laughs) on the good foot, I've got Brenda Holloway as my guest today, and she is an icon, she's a legend in the music world, she was the first Motown West Coast artist, and we know her from her many hits, uh, What Are You Gonna Do When I'm Gone, Every Little Bit Hurts, You've Made Me So Very Happy. And that song was covered by a group named Blood, Sweat, and Tears, which made it to number two, by the way. And her music is amongst those that are very much sought after in northern England. And uh, she's she's really very much in demand over there, where she's toured many times. And uh, she's done a lot of uh Appearances here as well on the West Coast And uh, many of her music has been also sought after By people like uh, Alicia Keys Who performed it for one of her own uh, uh, big concerts in 2005 She sang A Little Bit hurt Now in the background if you listen very very well you're going to hear some of a taste of her music every little bit hurts and uh she also opened for the beatles well i'm sure you've heard of the beatles and because of her appearance with them at the shea stadium she was in demand on top television shows and uh, I'm going to let her talk a little bit more about her experience as a m- musical great. And let's welcome Brenda Holloway today. Brenda, are you there? Hello, Brenda? Well, I'm here. Oh, there you are. Okay, darling. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, video Eddie. So good. To be alive and to, be, to, to wake up to a beautiful day. Exactly. Every day we wake up is cause for a celebration. You know and you it. just had a big celebration yesterday, didn't you? I had a birthday, and it was the day I was born—seventy-six years ago. My goodness, how oh my did I gosh. get <laughs> So you're I in don't the know right how place. I got here. <laughs> So you're in the right place to be on the Radio Boomer's live show, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, I am a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. And we're still kicking it, aren't we? We better.
2: <laughs>
8: we better do what we do because we're needed for the experience, for, you know, guiding the young people, giving them some guidance and how do you do this? How do mm-hmm. the, you become who you want to be? and it takes endurance, and it takes just believing in yourself. You've got to believe in you, and you can. others will believe in you if you believe in you. Yes, that's true. You have to have a strong belief. And it's always good to have the wind under your wings as well. When yes. you have people who love you and believe in you, your closest friends, your other half, your your significant other, And, uh, you know, it really does make a difference. Well, in show business, you don't have to wonder if you have a talent because the audience will let you know if you're worth worth them coming to see you. So when they give you the heads up, then you know you have something because you enjoy people enjoying your artistry. And uh, I was kind of like Andre Crouch. I never like to hear my own voice back, but other people enjoy it, so that makes it good for me. Well, you have an amazing voice, Brenda. I've always loved listening to you, and I love the way you deliver and uh, your your presence on stage. You have a very strong stage presence, and uh, they picked the right person. Barry Gordy knew what he was doing when he picked you. Well, I'm the adopted child from Motown. <laughs> <laughs> well, ho- hopefully some of them are listening. Uh, we have a lot of mutual friends. Uh, in fact, uh, Sir uh, Mickey... Uh, um, well, I mean, Sir William, Mickey Stevenson, and his beautiful wife, Michelle Stevenson, were just guests on my show um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And yes, then, i heard about that. I didn't even know they were married until they appeared yeah. on <laughs> the show, and they've been inviting me to parties and everything. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I just lost my husband, so I wasn't able to go, but I found out through your broadcast that they're married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then, then I had Brenna Lee Egger the next <laughs> week, and by the way, uh, Claudette sent you a beautiful text. I hope she's listening, Claudette Robinson. I forwarded it to you, so check your text. Okay, she's the first lady of Motown. I think she's about the nicest lady of Motown. She's mm-hmm. always She always has a good word for you, and, you know, she's the original miracle. hmm she is a miracle, yeah. yeah and and Carla, been. Carla, if yeah, Carla, if you're listening, um, I'm giving you a shout out. I mean, I I've, I've contacted all the all the people that I know, Iris, everybody, to tell them to listen to you today, my dear. That's beautiful, and I know that they will. Those are my friends, long-time friends. I <laughs> I, I remember Iris was before Carla was born, you know, so we go back a long time. We were all kids and trying mm-hmm. to make it. And, you know, I'm so thankful for Barry Gordy because he allowed me to be me, and even though my time at Motown was very short, but it was so effective, and I could still, you know, he put the name out, the Brenda Holloway name, And I'm just so grateful for that. And uh, like you say, in in Europe, I'm so popular. Mm
2: -hmm. And
8: there's a a dance or um, it's called the Northern Soul. And they really, they play the music from the 60s and they dress in the 60s clothes and they dance from 12 o'clock midnight until 9 o'clock the next day. They bring three and four outfits because they're going to sweat. And uh, now they're getting too old to dance all night, <laughs> so they just oh, listen that's... to music, and it is so beautiful to be over there. They have such warm hearts. Mm, I, I can't wait to get over there one of these days. That's <laughs> on my bucket list because my husband, you know, he produced my record in 1974, and it's it's a classic over there in um, yes, in in Europe, and um, I can't wait. I know I've got fans over there. I want to meet them. Well, you know, you you live forever over there. You never get old to the European audience. They love you for your for your artistry and for your voice, and you know, they just they admire you. When I don't know my words, they sing them for me. Oh wow! That's they know great. all the lyrics and everything. They know. Uh, my husband would tell me, "You missed a whole bar. You missed." I said, "Well, the audience sang it for me, so I'm okay." <laughs> They're re- You know, and they're really dedicated. You know, Jerry and I were contacted by, by a group from there, and they came over to uh, California and they invited us to an event they had in Hollywood. And because of Jerry being the producer and me being the, the artist, they rolled out the red carpet for us. I couldn't believe the treatment you they know. gave to us. And they were all walking around with these little cases of their forty-five vinyls, like they were gold, and they were they would, you know, like exchange or whatever. And I thought, oh, my God, I couldn't believe the scene. <laughs> it was unbelievable. You know, when I went over there, I said, I'm a star again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like when I first went to Motown and there was Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder and mm-hmm. little Michael Jackson and Diana Ross and Tammy Terrell, I said, I'm in the I'm in the music uh, Disneyland Mm because everybody came to life, you know, the first time I went to Motown because I'm from California.
9: And -hmm. the first
8: time I went, it was snowing, but the sun was out and I had on a micro mini skirt. And the next day I tried to get up out the bed and I had caught cold in my thighs. I couldn't walk. Oh no. <laughs> <The> <laughs> California girls don't know about that weather over there. That weather Oh is yes. Crazy. Oh yes. It's, it's, it's serious. serious. You uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have serious I, weather. Oh yeah. I was country. on in, in on the east coast in New Jersey, um some time ago, and I could not believe how cold it was. Like when they talk about the hawk, oh my God, it felt like a like a knife was going through me. The wind was so cold, you know, unbelievable. I when I went to Chicago, I was on an elevator, and so when we got down to the first floor, I was talking, and I opened my mouth, and when that air hit my mouth, I said, "Do I still have tea? Was so, it was so cold. I thought that, that that air from in Chicago was going to break my teeth. It was just so cold, Carmelita. And Philadelphia oh, wow. is very really, oh, really cold, too. And New York. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We have the best of the world here in Los Angeles. In California, we have the best weather in the world. We do. We really do. And, you know. Uh, I, you know, before we go, I want to give a shout-out to, to Cornelius Grant, too. I, I meant to mention him, too. He gave me an opportunity some time ago when I was a rapping school teacher. I almost mm-hmm. got signed up. He almost signed me up on a, a – he had an a, a affiliate, a distribution deal. I think it was MCA Records or something like that that he was affiliated with. But um, then I had an a opportunity with Hal Davis,
2: Mm-hmm. And I
8: don't know if I don't know if Kenneth is listening or not, but but his daughter Kenneth, if you're listening, a shout out for you. She's one of my sweetest, most beautiful friends. And um, it it was really quite a, a, a really an, a wonderful opportunity. But then Hal, he flew away. It was and it was at the time when Barry had just sold Motown, so it, I was an almost but never was. <laughs> well, Hal was responsible for bringing all the West Coast artists together, Mm -hmm. like Frank Wilson, uh, Willie Hutch, me, uh, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Blinky Williams and to Edna Wright and to the Blossoms and to H.B. Barnum, because Hal pulled us all together. Jerry Long, remember him, and all the people, Hal got us all together, and Hal was just music. He lived it. He breathed it. He ate it. He slept with, you know, slept it, and everything, I think he... Help the of Fifth Dimension with Mark Gordon. He helped uh, me, Thelma Houston. Um, the girl that had the anorexia that passed away, she and her brother, he brought them in. And oh God, so many people, Webb, just everybody, Hal knew everybody. And I just, I will always remember him. He picked me up at Jordan High School, took me to the Distance Convention, and I think for eight hours. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and finally, those hills, they, those high hills and that pantsuit kind of was like giving out on me. And so I said, "Hell, I'm ready to go. And then Barry came in and said, I like what I see and I like what I hear, but you, first you got to graduate, but I'm going to sign you up. So I called my mom. I said, Mom, I've already made a decision for you. Come sign for me (laughs) to (laughs) get on." And she came. She was dressed up in her little lace dress. And we signed that day, and he said, one stipulation, you must graduate from high school. So Mm -hmm. when I graduated from high school, I went to college because I was a violinist, studying to be a professional violinist. And the people that never knew me, never said a word to me, They said, do you have a record out? I said, oh, I'm not coming back to school because I have a record out. Because I was Uh afraid because it was so, from the first record, every little bit hurts. So I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I I couldn't believe (laughs) it when the record came out. So, you know, I I give a shout-out to Barry Gordy. And he has outlived most of his artists, you know? He's amazing. I saw him... um at the uh, Saban Theater. I don't know if Brandy's listening or not. I also sent her a notice about it. Um, but she had him there as as one of her guests. And uh, he just, he never ages. He's just always the same. Well, now he turned out to be a vegan, so we might need to try to do that. I just can't do without some, some meat. Do- mm.
9: Well, I'm you know, working. Jerry...
8: Yeah, we're getting, we're getting ready, Jerry, and I to go on a detox for seven weeks, and I just came off of a three-day water fast, and I feel great. And I know it's, good, it's something good that we need for our bodies because we're bombarded with toxins in the air, the, the water that we drink, the food that we eat, and, you know, we need to give our bodies a vacation. So and that they can repair themselves. look good because you have always fasted and, you know, and prayed and, and did those things that are good for you. And that's why you can just keep on doing and being alert and, you know, being happy and, you know, going along with the, the, the bumps that life gives us. And I just, I look up to you because when I met you, you were a teacher and, um, you know, I've always admired you. You're always willing to help people because you came and got me in a limousine. <laughs> I met you and I said, she's so sweet, you know. And, well, that's uh, when we had Pittman Limousine Service. That was back oh in the day. Pittman. And, yeah. you know, I don't think I had been in a real limousine at that time, and I had all my daughters. <laughs> and we all got in the limousine, and you were just so sweet. And then I found out she's a teacher. You know, and an it is because you are an artist, and it's just, you know, it's been wonderful to know you. You know, I'm going to give you your props. And uh, I'm just so happy. I'm happy because I'm here still to help the young people because they're so, they don't have any customer service skills. They're on those computers. They're on different sites that are no good for them. And then we have men coming out of prison that – When they went in, the cell phones were like TVs. Now they're here and the cell phones are in their pockets. And I'm trying to get an organization to work with men that come out of prison that still have a dream when they come out to help them implement that. So Hmm. be looking for me to have my little organization for men that come out of prison and don't know what to do. <coughs> well, well, Brenda, you you are also you are also a minister, and you're a woman mm-hmm. who loves God, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things I love about you. But listen, I've got one eye on the clock, and as much fun as we've had, and I wish the people could have heard your music today, but we we had some um, you know uh, technical or uh, things that we had to deal with. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe Let's next time. It, we'll do it again. We'll do mm-hmm. it again, oh, oh, do it You know what? I was in that movie, Let's Do It Again, with Sidney <laughs> Sydney, Poitier and Bill Crosby. Jerry was in that movie, too. And, and we had a double wedding, and uh, uh, Elliot Washington was the guy who – who was the solo? Who was on top of the taxicab <laughs> in that scene? And then, and he's also the one who jumped over the bridge too, because he was a one of those uh, those those uh, guys that do all of the tricks, you know, and jumping off buildings and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's just been. I'm just going to give you a little. Shout and the record that sold over 4 million copies because, Carmelita, you have made me so very happy. Oh, thank you, darling. And, and I thank uh, the Easy Way Broadcasting Network uh, for having us on. And yes. uh, I'm looking forward to greater things to come. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye, Brenda. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.
0: Smartphones. Cell phone. PC, Mac, tablet, iPad—that's right. It's Tech Time. Actually, again, we're not going to be having our tips or our Tech Time today. Jim, we I got understand a you have—we have—we got a special read.
1: And we Love raises Tech Time because I take notes. It's keeping me up to date with what's going on. But we have the Donald American comedy. With uh When we had our guests, Alex Azin, Spencer Cardigan, Kurt- and Pete Allman was on. We're, we're going to see if we can get a couple of them back because we might be able to get some of the cast members on. So this is one of our specials, we call it. Uh, I call it chat time. Uh, Eric, I think, calls it podcast party. But when we just have a couple extra people, come on. So, uh, you know, talk about what happened in the movie and the making. Because, Reef, right, when you do a movie – what you're seeing is only what, maybe ten percent of the time spent out in the desert filming it or wherever you're at, right? I mean, you know.
0: I, I shot something yesterday. I was there for twelve hours. I shot for about thirty five minutes. So yeah, you miss
2: a lot yeah. if you're not Jeez. there. <laughs> so
1: so what let, let's see who do we who who do we have on? Is anybody uh who
2: Spencer do we have and Peter
1: still here? Spencer. Pete and Spencer. Okay. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming and you back have on. Tom Keller uh, on the line.
5: Tom played Joe Biden in the movie Oh, Donald. okay.
10: And yes, there, Tom? Tom yes, I am. Yes, I did. Hi, Tom. Thanks for Guilty coming on, on Rehabilit to
1: Live. Okay, you're on with Risa Gray from Betty White, Dr. Rocker, and myself, Jim, Zuley, and uh, thanks for coming on. Because, you know, you're a busy guy, too. We're talking about the uh, Donald American uh, comedy. So, okay, you played uh, – who, who was it that you played again? Uh,
10: Joe Tom? Biden. Right. You may remember Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Okay. Vaguely. Vaguely.
2: L- yeah, vague, vaguely you cool. remember him.
10: I don't think he remembers himself, but you might remember him.
1: <laughs> awesome. So what was yeah, it yeah, like to play Joe, Joe, Joe Biden.
2: Biden? He's great.
1: So, Tom, you're uh, – you're in the star category, okay? Uh, I, you know, you've been out there, and you've been doing this. So, was it that uh, you have you been in soap operas?
2: Yeah,
10: I did. Uh, I was on soaps uh, for twenty years, uh, doing thirty pages of dialogue every day. Uh, I wow! On young and the Restless, okay. days of our lives. And, um, Do you remember who, were, day, who co- were
0: you on Days of Our Lives? That's my favorite show.
10: Oh, that was a long time ago. You must have been watching. I was. I played Maxwell Hathaway, uh, a bad okay. guy, back in the eighties, I remember. 80s I spent, and I was on wow. uh, Young and Restless. I played Brad. As I started the show, do you I remember? First, I was the first
1: actor. I was the an first actor on Days of on, Our Lives.
10: Well, we can only talk one at a time. Your kids. What? Go ahead.
2: Uh,
10: <laughs> what
1: was the question? All right, do you remember an actor on Days of Our Lives called uh, – his name was Bill Hayes? No, of course. I know Bill. Okay. Uh, Bill is my cousin. and uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, my uh, my father's sister is married to his brother, George Hayes, and George was the chairman of the Board of Field Enterprises and one of the creators of World Book Encyclopedia and so on and so forth. Him I knew a little bit better. I was actually with Bill – at the Melody Top in Hillside, Illinois, and I think that was about oh, uh, maybe nineteen fifty-six. <laughs> so that's going back always.
10: Oh, but, Bill, uh, we did a we did a murder he wrote together in the late eighties. Oh, cool! Is he still around?
0: He still is. is He's still actually on Days of Our Lives. They gave a shout out to him on the daytime Emmys the other day
1: yeah good the years go fast don't they tom uh,
10: <laughs> they really they they really they really do i remember the first day uh my first day on young and Restless, i was the first the actual first scene on uh on y n r was was me in a truck uh uh-huh. nineteen nineteen seventy three that was the first Day of the, of the first show of Young and Lessons. Oh, oh, then when I was in that first scene. Wow! Didn't they yeah, reintroduce so. that
5: to you uh, a, a year ago? They had you do it again or something. What's that, Pete? Didn't uh, you redo the scene about a year, a year and a half ago in the truck? Yeah,
10: yeah, yeah, I came. Yeah, they brought me back to do uh, uh, a little uh, homage from. Uh, um, Similar scene, only instead of uh, me being in the truck, I was the truck driver. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was also blind for a while, you know. My mother kept telling me, you keep doing that when you grow up, you're going to go blind, and sure as hell, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm blind. (laughs) But it was great because I could read the, I could just stand there and read the cue cards. It was the best year of my life on that show.
1: What uh, what got you into the acting? I mean, there's so many avenues you, you could have went down, and uh, it is a different life. It's an exciting life. You meet all kinds of people, and it takes you all kinds of places. What what where? What part of your life uh, made that
10: switch where you got into the acting world?
8: That's a
10: good question. I I I was in first grade. I remember going, going back to first grade. I was like what six years old, and they put me in uh, a play. The six my my first grade play. It's called The the Reluctant Dragon. I was the, I was the dragon and turned to the prince. I sang a little song and went, uh, I'm the reluctant dragon. What ho, quite so. The very reluctant good dragon. Memory. Oh, very, very, don't wow. you know? <laughs> I did that you little girl thing in the hall, and I went in the little boys' room because I didn't know what little girls were, you see. So that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, there's got to be something to this. So they just kept throwing me into lead roles when I was in, junior high and then high school, and then when I got to college, uh, the same thing happened in college, and then we started the first repertory theater in, in the state of Florida, and one uh, one night we did, uh, I was doing three plays at a time. I, I did one night, I did Richard III, and I did Richard. The next night, we did uh, Lillian Hellman's Little Foxes, and I played Ben in that, and then the next night, we played um, Oedipus Rex, and I, I did uh, Oedipus... And those I those three plays going in my head at the same time for nothing for for free. <laughs> so I said, if well, I could Tom, do that, can I can do with, anything. Can you share with me how you get that memory? Because I'm fading here with my <laughs> <laughs> I
1: need some memory help, Tom. What, what is it? Well, I don't You're think I don't think
10: I could do it. I don't think I could do that anymore. I mean, I did <laughs> the last thing I remember. Uh, that really was um, an epic. Was doing a play. Um, same time next year remember that show alan alden ellen burston did the movie and i did that mm-hmm. time at the burt reynolds theater in florida and there was two people on stage for two and a half hours and uh yeah i mean it, there's no place to hide you you, you gotta so, do it
1: so let's jump on uh donald american comedy this is uh this is very exciting how did you come about how did you meet everybody and get involved with that movie this is this is amazing
10: well, my friend Pete Ullman, uh, called me up and said, you know, I'm, ret- I'm retired. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to suit up. I don't want to learn dialogue. I don't want to go on auditions anymore. I don't need it. I don't need the money. And, um, uh, it, so if a friend calls me up and says, I got a part and we'd like you to do this. I said, okay. So Pete called me up and said, he's got this part in this, in this picture. And, and I read the, the script and, and it's very funny stuff. Uh, and it's it's got a good cast. You got um, you got Ed Asner in it, one of my uh, poker buddies. Uh, Dan Dan
6: Lauria. Dan Lauria. He's
10: gone now, and Dan Lauria, another poker buddy of mine, is in the uh, is in the show. And uh, I uh, I don't know Eric Roberts. I've met him, but I don't know Eric. But he's in it too. So it's got a good cast, and and well um, cool. and Spencer Cadigan, who's uh, who wrote this thing, and. Is co-producing this show is a has written some very very funny, uh, very funny stuff, <laughs> and it's it's good. It's,
6: <laughs> Thanks, Tom. It's a
1: good one, Lou. <laughs>
10: yeah, you're welcome. No,
1: it was uh, so. Any uh, any specifics you want to share about you know when you were doing the part did you did you have any specific individuals that were in a movie that you would want to play or were you happy with the guy you got?
10: No, I'm just I I'm happy with uh with the part I like I I like playing a diverse bunch of people. I don't like to just play myself. And um yeah. and I did this uh I did Biden before on um up at um, Oh god, what's his name? Talk about brain fading. Um Oh, no, no, no I can't Francisco can uh what what's uh the big studio up in San Francisco. Uh, um, what I'm Riefler? a Southern
0: California girl. I don't know.
10: <laughs> oh, okay. Um well we shot uh for uh, uh Will Ferrell's um Funny or Die. Uh and I did Biden up there uh in an interview with Sarah Palin. And it's and it was hysterical. If you punch up I hope I think it's still there. You, you, you go to uh, uh, Funny or Die, and then you punch up Joe Biden, and I'm on there doing that. And that's the first Biden that I did, and this is the, the second time I've done Biden.
1: How much, you know, when when you're doing, uh, all of you, Reza and Alex and Spencer, when you're doing a part, we were talking uh, found a little earlier about, do you take the part home with you? Do you try to have it stick with you? So when you go back and set, you're, you're kind of in in tune with it, uh, you know, do you uh, do you find yourself uh, doing that? You know, like when you try to try to, you re- really want to learn the person and how much time do you spend? You know, maybe watching videos and tapes of that uh, individual that you're going to be playing. Yeah,
10: no, I really don't need much time doing that. I mean, I can. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chameleon. I can do every accent in the world. Uh, I, if I hear it once, I've got it. I do it. And I all I got to do is watch Biden once, and I'm there. I, I do it, so I don't. I don't have to take it home. I don't have to, you know, mull over it. It's uh, it's just what I do, and I'm I'm good at it. So it's it's not a big. Um, uh, it's it's not a it's not a difficult thing for me to do.
1: The only uh, you, you mentioned Frisco. The only. You know, production studios I can think of is you got Last, Wave's Last Wave and then the, the producers Lost and Earthworm, uh, but I can't think of...
10: Uh, no, this is big. Not, sure. it's, uh, not George Lucas, but uh, maybe it was George Lucas. Star Wars. That's um, um, a Star Wars okay. producer. Maybe it was George Lucas's studio up there. I don't remember. It was a couple so, of years ago.
1: So this kind of pulled you out of uh, retirement a little bit. Uh, did, did it kind of uh, get get a spark going here a little bit for you where like, hey, this is fun. I think I'm going to kind of stick with some of this because a lot of people say like uh, my doctor, you know, lives down the street from me. Well, he uh, I, he's going to retire. And I said, no, nah, you're, you're not going to retire. He said, oh, yeah, I've got enough. And sure enough, a year later, he's back to work. Do you think this, uh, you know, getting back out there in front of the camera and so on, uh, piques your interest and
10: in getting back with it a little bit instead of um, on the golf course? It did. It, it did. <laughs> I got to tell you, it did. But um, it's an unequivocal <laughs> no, really, because um, I, I don't have an agent anymore. Um, my agent retired, and uh, then uh, when you don't have an agent, you don't have somebody out there. It knows your history and is pushing for you, and I yeah. just don't want to go out and uh, uh, audition anymore. I don't want to do it. I yeah. don't want to, you know, drive from here to, to Burbank in an hour, two hours of traffic. Well, <laughs> I just, I, now
1: I it's just time. don't
10: want to. Yeah, it's time it's to time, play It's
1: time to talk to talk to Risa because she does her auditions from home, right? Risa, you like to
0: well, I was going to say that's the new thing, and I think it's even more work. You have to videotape your own audition. It is more work. I agree. Oh, wow. I, I think it's, I feel sorry for the young actors now. And talking about going out on auditions, all the casting directors are 12. So they don't know who you are. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a yep. different world. We we hey, saw the best of the world in the 80s. Hey, and hey Rita and Jim, Bob, uh,
6: one more cast uh, member. My friend Tishana, uh is. Are you on the
9: line, Tishana?
6: Yeah, I'm still on the line. Awesome. Hello, Tishana. Hi. Hello. Did you introduce yourself, Kishana, and tell them uh, kind of what role you play. Yeah. Okay.
9: Um, first of all, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, thank you for having sympathy for the young actors because it sucks and I hate self-taping, but, you know, we thank God <laughs> that we have, you know, anything. Um, but also, uh, my name is Kishana, and I played one of the reporters that questioned Donald. Um, I was Kelsey, and it was a bunch of fun just to try to come up with crazy questions, to uh, spitfire at somebody and, and you know, kind of chase them around. But the most fun that we had was watching people's reactions to seeing somebody that looked like Donald Trump out in the street. <laughs> and it was like, wait, is that him? Is that her? I don't know. Like, yeah, guys, go ask for his autograph. <laughs> so, you know, yeah.
10: funny, really. Uh, uh, everywhere Pete goes, uh, uh, people uh, people ask him for his autograph. They all they all think he's uh, he's Donald Trump. I'll tell you a quick story about kids. You does everybody know who Shelly Winters is? You remember that oh, star? Of course. Yeah.
1: I remember her when you said that the shipwreck
10: uh, movie when she okay. was going down in the yeah. We were at a, I was at a party with her, uh, oh several years ago, of course, and we were talking about this very thing. We were talking about the, the kids, and she went in for an audition at Warner's, and there's a line of people on a table, and it's a it's a bunch of kids. So she walks in. Huh. and She had a bag with her. She walks in, and this kid looks at her and says so I kid you not this is the truth he looks at her and he says uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself what have you done
2: <laughs> she looked oh, at
10: him goodness. she stared at him for a second she reached in her bag she pulled out an Oscar and she slammed it on the table <laughs> And then she that? reached into her bag and pulled out the second Oscar and slammed it on their table and said, "Now what the hell have you done?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
10: So yeah. So these kids. I mean, it's, that's what it is. It's all kids today.
2: That's good. You know,
10: good. Uh, Tom and Keisha.
1: Uh, is it Keisha? I. Uh, Kishana. Sometimes I Kishana. Okay. You know, I can yeah. totally relate to that because Kishana. When I'm with Eric, you know, he's got the broadcast network. Uh, we went to a golf, a uh, celebrity golf thing. Uh, they invited him to a lot of this stuff, and I see uh, Rosie Greer there. Well, I remember Rosie, and I see some of these people from yesteryear. And Eric yeah. didn't know Rosie Greer. Well, of course, because he wasn't even born when he was out there and playing football. But anyway, cause, uh, uh, Rosie was a superstar back then. He was like Muhammad Ali on the football field. But yet, yeah. when you talk to some of the people, like – uh, you know, you're mentioning, like, people say you look like Bill Medley. I used to hear that, and now people, you know, we'll be talking about things, and I'll mention Bill, and uh, I, I've known Bill and Bobby uh, for a while, and uh, you, you talk about him, and they go, who? I go, you know, Bill Medley, Bobby Hetfield, and they go, who's that? <laughs> well, the Righteous Brothers, and they go, who's the Righteous Brothers, and, you know, you realize, yes. okay, it's three decades, so they don't know, you know, it's, it's so... Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, unless they research that stuff, they don't know the movies we watched back in the 50s and 60s, you know. Cary Grant, yeah. those people. It's
6: funny you say that, Jim, because me and Tishana, we've been in the same acting class for a long time, and we have that same yeah. issue with our acting yeah. teacher. He's always telling us to to watch old movies from, like, the 40s and 50s to kind of, like, mimic that acting, and it's hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It.
9: I, I laugh about, we, we have a running joke between our teacher and I that, oh, Kishana, you know, he tries to make sure he lets me know, no, you can watch that one. That one's in color. And I'm like, okay, Gary, is it in color? He's like, yeah, you watch that one. It's in color. And I'm like, okay.
2: Well,
1: you know, Kishana, don't feel bad because we, you know, Reese and I and uh, and Pete, uh, I'm not going to go on the ages, but, we think we're the originals, and yet we'll be watching one of our favorite movies. Mine, one of mine was with Satchmo and, uh, and Crosby and uh, Sinatra and Grace Kelly at High Society. And I thought, you know, that's the old original. But then I was watching a movie one day, and they had True Love sitting by the pool. And I'm thinking, wow, this is a 30s movie. And it was I not. My movie was the, not I the saw, original.
0: I saw that movie the other day. And I thought about you, Jim. It was on, like, Channel 3 or something. And, yeah. And they had the boat, True Love, and I thought, oh, that's the movie Jim was talking about.
1: So we're not yep. so special. They they did have movies before our time, Risa. <laughs> yes.
9: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard <laughs> even for us to try to catch up because we've got our streaming platforms and stuff that just want to charge you a million dollars to try to rent a movie that, you know, You you may be at a different time, but then also you've got them throwing 95,000 new shows at you every week because they're trying to get your attention and your money and your subscription. And, you know,
1: Kishana, someday you'll be on a show and you'll say, I was on with Tom, Alex, Spencer, Pete, and Reetha and Jim. And you'll be talking about it, and it'll we'll be long gone. And you'll say, "Geez, I remember back in 2021." I was, and they're going like, "You can remember back that far?" <laughs> this is 2022, no, let's, let's, let's,
0: Jim, not 21. This uh, is 22. 22.
1: Okay, see here we are. See, Tom, I told you, I forget things. <laughs> I'm anyway,
10: do you remember what? Uh, you remember what golf tournament you were at by chance?
1: Uh, Eric would know if he popped in. He, he, he they invite him to all this stuff. And it was, a, uh, it was a golf tournament. It was a charity thing. And there's a picture with Eric with all these people. And he took me to one. In fact, we were talking about it the other day. Uh, we were out in Laguna Beach at a, a nice golf club, The Ranch. And uh, it was a golf tournament that I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm, like, really rusty. So I watched some of the celebrities teeing off. And they said, you got to join one of these groups. I'm thinking these guys are good. I can't get out there and smack them like they do. And then one of the guys from the prison break—he was the star of the prison break—he hits the ball and it goes like thirty feet down into the mud. I'm thinking that's my guy. You know, so I'm comfortable dancing. You know, like it's been, uh, that was one
10: of the perks of being on television. Was uh,
1: oh, uh, we might have Eric. We might have Eric here. He, he can mention some of the stuff. He's the guy that uh, knows it's, everybody. Eric, are you yeah, on with just, us?
3: Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. I I, I got your text. What can I do? Yes. Hi. So anyway,
1: uh, thanks for coming on, Eric. I know you're busy. Tom was mentioning uh, the golf tournament and there was a couple, well, over the years a lot, but uh, you had me golfing with somebody from the
3: rescue mission with Toyota. Yes. That was a really awesome event. And that's where we met Rosie Greer and all those guys. It It was really awesome to be able to help all those homeless people.
1: Yeah. Okay. That was at the Trump International in Rancho Palos Verdes, right?
3: Yes.
10: I think. Okay.
3: It was a, it was well, that was one of the things. Uh, that was uh, one of the uh, great uh,
10: things of, of being on television all the time. You get invited to all these golf tournaments and different celebrity events, and I played in. God, I played in a uh, uh, Arnie's tournament down in Orlando. I played in uh, the I played in the Sinatra tournament for 20 years.
2: Oh and, wow. And,
10: played in uh, Doug Sanders if you remember him a, a pro I mean he oh, yeah. got to play in all these there was a time when, uh, when I was playing every weekend they'd fly me somewhere and uh, wine and dine you and you play with everybody and all the 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 celebrities and um, they teamed me one time with Arnold Palmer I bet 3 days ago oh, yeah it was, oh, it was my wonderful. God. yeah he was he Okay, was so, great
1: he, so cool Needless to say Sadly,
2: Tom,
9: you're a George I dog. only know about him from the drink
1: <laughs> well, let me let me let me hit you with this, Tom. One of my good friends, uh, Tom Kotag, was a World War II veteran. He actually caddied for, caddied for uh, and and ex- afterwards they hung out with Babe Ruth, and he was at Babe's last game when he hit that you know their final home run, and wow. he actually uh, he he dated uh, Jane Mansfield, and he was one of the developers of the uh, the, the Loran system in World War II and and the well, whatever all that stuff. But, see, this is going back, uh, you know, in in these days and and memories. Uh, But you're a golfer, Tom, so that that takes care of that. What about Spencer and Pete and Alex? Are you guys golfers?
5: I'm not a golfer. and Spencer's not a golfer, but we like to fish, and that's a great uh, pastime. Yeah, Yeah, I golfed
6: my entire life up until I, I got an incurable flight. For some reason, me and my buddies were so competitive when I was a kid about golf that if I lost, I basically just gave up golf one day and said, screw it, I'm going fishing. Fishing, yes, okay. fishing, you know. I just, you it's know, I wing, never, it made me too game. angry.
1: It was no longer fun. Yeah, I mentioned it because Eric was, uh, was chatting about, we you know, we were out in a beautiful course out in the ranch and lagoon. I haven't been there in years, you know. used to know Ben and everybody. Uh, We're talking about maybe a little celebrity fun thing. Yeah, know, I mean, I would celebrity. do it again
6: for, for fun, but I'm just such a competitive guy that me and my buddies growing up, it was status. And for some reason, I got an uncharitable slice and
3: couldn't fix it. So,
6: so but Eric, are you back... still
3: out with us? I am. Yeah. I'm here. Uh, they ran Eric, Eric uh, number seven. What was it? Eric, seven I'm in on the on world this,
1: for media. Influence.
3: Go ahead, this Eric. This is Pete. Yeah.
5: I wanted to say something to Eric. Uh, You have Tom Halleck on the line uh, who, um, you know, Tom played Joe Biden before, and uh, he's such a talented actor. He can just look at one thing, and he's got it just like that. You know, he's that talented. And that's why Donald, the film, which is the number one brand in the world, uh, is going to do great because people need to laugh, and people want to laugh, And people want to stop hearing negativity on the news. So taking a break and watching the movie Donald is going to be a great thing. And we're looking forward to releasing this worldwide uh, through, you know, platforms and and through streaming companies. And uh, in India it will be in the theaters. So this is going to be a great thing. And uh, all I want to say is let's make America laugh again. Let's
3: make the world laugh again, my
5: friends. Yeah, so uh, easy I, way- I
3: will I will add to add to that uh, real because I got a I got a hop guys I just popped down because my dad texted me and asked me to hop, come on so Tom pleasure to uh, broadcast meet you look forward to chat with you uh you know a, a little bit more off air uh and and uh, Pete I've known Pete for a long long time we we have a, a officially signed the Donald movie on for Easyway promotions to get behind them so you guys those of our our Easyway community that knows what we do you know what that means. And and I think that this movie is going to be a fun movie, and that's really what it, what it matters. I, I love what I heard as far as what the news is doing right now. The news is is twisting things, to, and it's uh, it's very negative, 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 And we need more positive. And so this movie is a is a funny movie. It's it's meant to be a, a mutual variety movie for bo- for both sides, for everybody. Uh, and and really, it's, it's 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 like we always say we want to unite the light. We want peace. We want we want unity. And, and this is for something for everybody, I, I believe. That's why we wanted to, you know, get, get behind it. And it's, it's going to be a real fun movie. And I, I actually go way back with Pete. Uh, and and Pete, Pete and I have known each other since, I think, 2003. And I will tell you guys this. Um, Pete is someone that doesn't give up and will con- can constantly do, do whatever he's got to do to make something work. Same thing with Alex and, and Spencer. And that's why this project is going gonna, is gonna to work. And, and when you keep knocking on a door eventually the door is going to open, and we're going to be right there next to them knocking on these doors. And as you guys know, we have 300 million homes and mobile phones that we, that we reach and 500,000 you know, visitors a month on our, on our platform that's going to be behind the project. So we're excited. to. You'll see more and more about the trailer, donaldsworld.com, and, and uh, we've actually, actually already lined them up on all, probably over four events now to, uh, to showcase uh, the movie. It's starting to get a lot of attention, and, and I think this podcast is the first break Really, to give people any of the inside information on this project because it's been so kind of behind the scenes for for quite some time. I mean, you guys are literally listening to the to the cast here, and someone like like Tom, who's been doing this for as long as he has, to be able to take his time to endorse it like this and to be getting on. And I believe there's another cast member who plays the reporter on the on the movie, and, and Alex is. Who's He's one of them on one on them. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, nice nice to meet you, meet you as well. Thank you for the for the time to pop pop on. I mean, I mean most podcasts don't don't get the cast to come on and you know we want we're, we're going to be doing more guys more podcasts more more streaming i know we're going to be working with the sports and tacos podcast with spencer and you know our, yeah. our network has a very large reach we have our magazine and and many many platforms uh, and, and and over 210 affiliates and, and channels to to push this thing out and so so you're going to hear more you're going to learn more and if you guys are interested in in getting involved in in anything that we do but especially this project you know we, we do want to hear from you guys and email easyway network letter e letter z easy network at gmail.com because we're building an affiliate army now around this project and and i know we have a lot of people that are going to want to be involved with this project so that is an open option uh and and get ready for the zooms get ready for the fun june 30th is going to be a great event i know I, I i invite all the i invite all the casts invite you tom uh uh you know i know the donald cast will be on there we might we might show a little little teaser of the trailer on there, we, we have over 100 confirmations, and a lot of celebrities confirmed on a real special Zoom. So uh, uh, if you're interested in getting on that Zoom, you can text 424-396-5774. It's, it's one of the more special Zooms that we're, we're going to be doing that we've never done to really show people how to use our platform and so forth. So forth. All right, well, got to hop, guys. Tom Parsley and you, a reporter, actress. I'm sorry, what was your name again?
9: Tishana Baker.
3: Keyshawn, Sh- nice, Sh- nice to meet you, uh, and, and Thank uh, Dad, you. I, uh, thanks for the text. You guys have a great one. We are 100% behind the Donald, uh, DonaldsWorld.com, and you guys have a great show. Bye-bye. i am some Well, you literally I, have to take I, a I, breath when Eric
1: comes back. Uh.
9: <laughs> I had a quick question because Eric had talked about, uh, Eric had mentioned all the negativity that we see on TV, how you go from positive to negative. And I wanted to ask, while well, I have some of you on the line, what was it like for you to see Donald's image, like the real Donald Trump, go from positive to negative? Because as far as I remember, being a kid, you know, everybody wanted to take pictures with him, and you'd hear him in your songs, and you know, stuff like that. People wanted to be rich like Donald, and it was a big thing to be in the stay in the Trump Towers too when he decided to run for president, and then it all went downhill. So, I'll tell like, you what it is, Kishana. the celebrity world here, here, changed?
1: Here's what it is. You have that part of it, which is the fun part. You have the celebrity, and the, you're fired in <clears throat> the movies, so and so forth. And then what he did, the division, is he stepped into politics. Now you have a split. Take a look at the House of Representatives. Half is one way, half is the other. Republicans, have, when they make a statement, only half of it applauds; the other half doesn't say a word. Well, why is that? Some of them must agree in whatever they say. That's what it is. Is you got millions that support them and millions that hate. That's that. Like it's like one of who is it? Uh, some just, he said, "Well, you support you were person all through your election election process, and now all of a sudden you're you're with them." And I think that was. Uh, Obama and Biden, and they fought with each other. Biden said, this guy's terrible. And all of a sudden, he's, he said, and then a, a reporter said, well, how come now all of a sudden you're his vice president when you said so many bad things? He said, it's politics, you know? So there's your answer. He's power in the world, of politics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and thank it. you, Kashana. You are one of our younger members, and we love your input. And Tom, thank you for coming on. And Alex
2: Spencer, this is is going
1: to be an amazing ride. And we want you to keep listening, Cassandra. Even though you're a young person, keep listening. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) uh, Reesa, we want to thank Carmelita and Brenda. But Raider Bombers Live, guys, is it's time to uh, move along. And uh, again, a big, big thank you for taking your time. And until uh, next Monday morning, Reesa, any closing words? Uh, Yes. I always think happy
0: thoughts and keep laughing. <laughs> there you go. Laughter is the yep. nice best medicine,
1: guys. So until next Monday morning, like I said, laughter is best medicine. So keep moving, keep the faith, and Radio Boomers Live is signing out. Bye, Jim. Bye. Oh, Thank man.
0: you. Bye, everyone, and thanks. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your host, Aretha Gray, star Betty White's Off-Their Rockers, and Easy's dad, Jim Zuley. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.